Welcome to the podcast, How She Did It, the journey of women entrepreneurs from around the world. This is episode number three, coming to you from Peru. All around the world, women are rising above the social binds that constrain them to become unlikely entrepreneurs. Against all odds, these women are creating a life of hope and prosperity for themselves and have become leaders for change in their community. This episode is brought to you by Willow Tree Roots, a nonprofit whose mission is to empower vulnerable women in developing nations to socioeconomic independence through entrepreneurship. I am Tiffany Sharp, the founder and executive director of Willow Tree Roots. You can learn more about our projects and how you can support women in developing nations at willowtreeroots.org. I first met the Peruvian women's artisan group, Grupo Imadi, in 2014. And I have been very excited to come back almost two years later to meet with them again. The group was established in 2005 by the three consisting women, Dionisia, Ulutiria, and Maria. They run a sewing business specializing in Peruvian products made from Shipibo. Shipibo is a hand-printed fabric that is produced in the Amazonian jungle of Peru. They first met each other through a feeding and after-school care project that their children attended. Now they meet in a workshop they built on the top floor of Dionysia's home. From their product sales, they've been able to set aside a portion of Dionysia's home specifically for their business. They've also been able to buy their own sewing machines and get material in bulk so that they can get better rates. As a group, they make their decisions by consensus and rotate responsibilities annually. Through their cooperative of business, the women have been able to support their families. Ulutiria's family consists of four children and her husband who does work when it's available. Maria raises her children with her husband. And Dionysia also has three children, one of whom is Victor. Now, Victor was born with Down syndrome, and when he was born, they did not expect him to live very long because of his diagnosis. They even named their next born child Victor to carry on the father's name when Victor II eventually passed. With the profits from their business, Dionysia was able to send Victor to a school for special needs children, and she was able to stay at home with him to give him the attention that he needed when he was little. And the resulting benefit shows Victor has grown to be a vivacious young man who helps with the business. He'll be celebrating his 30th birthday in January. So let's meet Peru's Grupo Imadi and find out how they did it. So I am here with Grupo Imadi, and they are one of the uh, amazing artisans that I've met with before, and they have created a business for themselves, um, making items out of traditional Shipipo fabric. And I just want to go around and have the women introduce themselves. Me llamo Eleuteria Ramírez Dionisia Ramos Woman. Soy de provincia de Ayacucho. He resido acá en Lima desde los siete años. Dionisia is from, the, she's from Ayacucho. Sí, de Ayacucho. Uh, but moved here to Lima where she's been... Desde los siete años. Seven years she's been here in sí. Lima. Okay. And, and Victor's um, 29 years And old. Victor's 29. <laughs> Last time I met Victor, you were 27. So you're going to be 30 soon. In January, you're 30. January. When's your birthday in January? What day? The 7th. 7th. January 7th. Um, you're going to be 30. That's kind of, in the United States, turning 30 is a big deal. 
has a dream for his birthday. He's had it since he was 25, but they haven't been able to do it yet. The first 30th birthday, they have a, he wants a mariachi band, and he wants the whole costume. He wants to put it on and sing songs and, and film the whole I think I'm going to have to come back for that, Victor, to see that. Planning it for five years, so that should be a good party. <laughs> so I wanted to to meet with you, ladies, to share your successes with other women that are trying to accomplish what you've accomplished and create a business for themselves. And the name of our little program is called How She Did It. And so I wanted to ask you, ladies, how you did it. How did you start your business? There are two women uh, who helped form our group, uh, Leonora and Ruth, um, and they were from the U.S. And so years ago, uh, when her oldest son, who at the time, or one of her sons, who at the time was six or seven years old, um, he's now 24, so that's about 17 years ago, they, uh, he belonged to a, a children's program, uh, and through that program, Leonora, uh, they got to meet Leonora, and there was about 30 women who had children in that program, and Leonora asked them what they wanted to do uh, together. Fifteen of the mothers from, uh, decided they wanted to form a group with Leonora and, uh, and, and do artisan work, uh, but they all went together with Leonora to the uh, Mercado Indio, what they call the Indian market, uh, a tourist place for artisan crafts, and they went around to see what products could we make. Uh, and so what I knew how to do was to sew um, my borders uh, into embroideries. Uh, and so we saw um, uh, And so I could crochet uh, purses. Uh, and so my first step was to go to Gamara, which is like a, a center in the center of Lima where they sell all kinds of stuff and, and bought macrame. And for a while I dedicated myself to that too, doing purses. Uh, and so I got a, a model or like an example uh, from magazines and, you know, and I developed the product and and did you sell them? Yes, yes. Did you sell the macrame purses? Yes, yeah, she bought my products. And Leonora said, yeah, you're really capable of doing this. And she said, form your group. So that was your first, that was, was that your first uh, attempt at forming It was, it was my first time. And, um, and with that, when she said to form a group, you know, she said, you know, pick about five people, whoever you want, and, and, and go personas. I formed a group, there were four initially, there was two others, and my friend, we formed a group, and then later Leonora and Ruth uh, gave us Shapibo uh, uh, material to work so first uh, they gave us a manta cloth, uh, and we started making that little change uh, So the material they gave to us, and they paid us for our uh, hand work, our labor. 
eh, por mano de obra nos pagó, con eso empezamos a trabajar. So they, the first payment they received was 35 soles for the whole group. Wow. Uh, Which is, um, just for, the, for translation, 35 soles for the whole group is about 10 US dollars. And so that was 35 soles for like how many, for, for what and for how many? It was like uh, five change purses, one bag, and three eye glass cases. Mm -hmm. for, ten, for 35 soles, which is about 10 US dollars. And that's what they paid us for our labor. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Con eso, los 35 soles ya agarramos nosotros como capital. They held on to those 35 soles, checking as capital, but throughout the rest of the year, they. By the end of the year, they made something like 60 soles each, each one for, for between the four, for the four. And so the other two women said, ah, this isn't worth it. So they left. Okay. So in the beginning, I didn't know how to use sewing machine. So my job was to get them to buy the materials and to do some of the finishing, you know, and, uh, and to turn in the product. So I'm curious, what um, what inspired you to want to start a business? What reason did you have that you wanted to to go into business for your for yourselves? To improve our situation. So I used to work in um, eatery place, and there I would uh, the work would basically be for my own meals. But you know, it was, it was for my for meals for our family. That was it. It was no, I wanted cash uh, because my husband had worked, but it wasn't enough because we already had three kids at that point. So, what was the greatest obstacle in creating your own business? And maybe we'll have each of you explain what you think the greatest obstacle to creating the business uh, was. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see any great obstacle because we all knew each other when we started. Um, and Maria is the one who knew the most about work and she taught us about sewing. So in that way, you know, we got along and we learned together. What about you, Yanisia? What do you think was the greatest obstacle if there were any? Um, you know, I, you know, some obstacles or challenges, all I can say is, you know, I used to live in uh, very simple housing, makeshift kind of housing, and now I live in a house that's solidly constructed, uh, and so my living conditions have changed dramatically. Um, um, you know, it was a challenge because uh, with Victor, I can't leave him alone, uh, so I have to always have him around so that I So we are, um, because we're we're just a voice recording. What um, what are the challenges uh, with why why are you not able to leave Victor alone? So, uh, right now he's, you know, he's very calm and tranquil, uh, but when he was a little kid, he was a Oh, not Victor, no, I can't <laughs> believe that. He couldn't leave him alone. If I left him alone, the house would... Is that true? <laughs> the house would be flipped upside down. Really? Uh, so... <laughs> So does he, um, with the business, is he able to help you? 
Sí, él trata de ayudar lo que puede, no puede decir. Yes, yes. Now he he can help us. He he marks. He does markings and he does some of the cutting for us as well. And he considers himself an artisan. He can So tell me about a typical day in your life, and maybe we'll start with. You, Dionisia, about a typical day in your life now and how it's different than before you had the business. So before, uh, my my day was to go to the, the eatery to cook, come back, feed my family, and, and then wash clothes. Well, now that we have work in uh, handicrafts, I uh, have a washing machine, <laughs> so I can. Uh, it's a lot easier to wash clothes and takes far less time, so I can dedicate more time to handicrafts. Yeah, and how were you able? Were you able to afford the washing machine from having the business? Uh, yes, um, I was able to, with the profits, I was able to buy, um, before, I didn't have money even for a tub to wash my clothes in, uh, and I always said to Leonora from the beginning, uh, I don't want you to give me anything, I, I want to have a work so so in the very beginning, she did uh, give me material to um, macrame, and I, I wanted to pay her for it, uh, and but she said, no, I'm going to give this to you now, but don't get used to it, because I'm not going to keep giving this stuff. Um, be, uh, so would you say that your life is different um, than it was before, and that you actually have more time in which you can be at home and... Um, be with Victor? Uh, yeah, I do have more, more time. Uh, I have more time for my work. And also, you know, Victor's getting older and uh, I don't have to worry as much about him. So that also What about you, Victoria? What, um, how is your life or your typical day different now than it was before you had the business? Yeah, um, my life has changed. Uh, I have my husband, um, you know, never earned a, whole, a lot of money, you know, the same as my friend here. Um, and I have three daughters. Uh, Two of them are married, and And, but now I'm able to help her with her studies. Uh, And uh, before this, I would try and sell things in the street, uh, snacks, sodas, things of that sort, but now I can provide much more to help. Primarily help them with their studies and and improve our house a little bit too. That's fantastic. So, what? what keeps you motivated on a personal level? What really motivates me and, and inspires me is uh, when we act, have orders to complete, we're all together working in the camaraderie the same thing being together in the unity uh, and also the opportunity to learn new things. Yeah, I bet that's nice. Because you the uh, is the fac- the facility still above on the top floor of your house? Yeah. So it's quite comfortable. Yeah. 
nosotros ahí yeah, they were, no, no one bothers so um what fears what fears do you have not having work what about you what fears do you have not so much scares me but certainly you know think about the future our families are our children are getting older and they're starting their own families and so it's less about providing for them as it is now worrying about our own future security well I think I think it's takes a lot of courage um, as women to start a business. And I wanted to ask you where um, where does your courage where does your courage come from? Uh, well, for me, um, I was an orphan as a child, and it was my uncle, my my father's brother's family, raised me. But I had to learn how to to work at a very early age. So yeah, that takes a lot of courage. <laughs> what about you, Terry? Where does your courage come from? Uh, in a similar situation, uh, I never knew my mother. She died. So, uh, from a very early age, I learned to work and to earn a living as well, whether it was cleaning or cooking or whatever. And how supportive are your families and communities um, of you and having your own economic independence? They do support us. And it's because, for example, my husband, what he earns, uh, I save. And what I earn, I I spend. <laughs> and so when I say we need to buy something, he says we don't have any money for that. But now we do. <laughs> and what do you, I'm curious, um, before we get to Luteria on the question, what do you spend your, what do you spend your money on? For example, the house that uh, we've been building, uh, it's still not finished, uh, but what, uh, the next thing we'd like to do is to put in like a tile floor in the bedroom because it's cold at the winter time. So this next order that we're going to complete will finally be able to So you take your husband's um, money and and save it, and then the income that you make, you use to, right now you're using it to make like improvements on the home. Yeah, so with her husband's uh, income, it's for the basic daily expenses and what is left over she tries to save. Mm -hmm. And then um, with her income, it's to make like improvements in the house and the things that they wouldn't otherwise be able to do. That's great. What about you, um, Eleuteria? How supportive are your community and family around you uh, about you being economically independent and having your own business. Family does help me. Sometimes if I have a lot of work to do, I like in doing details on some of the animals. I think sometimes my daughter will help me with some of the final details on that. Or, but my husband also always asks me to go and he already thinks it along. That's great. Well, what, um, what advice would you give to other women who want to start their own business. Have faith in yourself that you can do it. Mm. And don't give up. That's what I would do. 
That's what I would recommend to improve the situation mm -hmm. that you're in. That's fantastic advice. Yeah. What about you, Benicia? What advice would you give to other women who want to start their own business? I would say to plan out very well your costs uh, and to spend the necessary. Uh, but plan it out really well, know what you're spending and what's coming in. Y planificar los gastos. Cuánto vamos a gastar y cuánto vamos a recibir. Yeah, that's a that's really great advice. Business planning. So, what have you what have you learned about leadership in having your own business? Yanisia, what have you learned about leadership? Yo he aprendido a valorarme más como mujer. I've learned to value myself more as a person and as a body. And also to continue learning. That's, that's great. That's a really important part of leadership is to continue learning, I think. What about you, Luteria? What have you learned about leadership? Trust in yourself. To trust that you can make real what you're dreaming and to never give up. <laughs> just to keep moving yeah. forward. Just keep moving forward. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Well, that's all the questions um, that I have, but I thank you so much for coming down. I know that you guys traveled. Well, I appreciate the, the effort to, that you took to come down and meet with me. I'm, I'm just so incredibly happy to see you, and I'm happy to see Victor. So thank you so much. Gracias, Thank you for joining me in this episode of How She Did It, the journey of women entrepreneurs from around the world. Join me for each episode where we talk to existing women entrepreneurs and women who are striving to become entrepreneurs despite obstacles and adversity from all around the world.